Konnichiwa! Watashi no name a Bendes. Bendien podcast o i yokoso. Alrighty then, so uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, whatever time it is where you are. I know for me, it's about 9 o'clock in the morning, so uh, starting bright and early. Um, out the gate, I had some requests to do a shorter episode, um, so this one is going to be a little bit shorter than my, my previous ones, and uh, we'll just see what everybody thinks. Um, so I'm going to shoot for 20 minutes or under for, for this episode, which kind of works out because I've been uh, busy doing non-touristy travel-related stuff, um, so it's probably good that this one is going to be a little bit shorter. Um, still shooting for Sunday. Uh, Sunday uh, evenings for drop time. If you would prefer a specific time, uh, let me know. Send me a message on my Instagram. That's Ben2Yen, at Ben2Yen, so B-E-N underscore the number two underscore Y-E-N. Um, just hit me up. Let me know uh, what you want to, what works best for you all since you're the listeners and I should probably try to cater to your needs and everything. Um. Yeah, so it's been kind of dreary. It's it's still cold. Like today, it's forty something and rainy. Um, it's been raining a lot recently, um, which is another reason I kind of stayed indoors. I don't like the cold as much as I thought I would like it. Uh, I grew up in Maryland, so I was very used to the cold and snow and everything. And then I lived in Florida for four years, and uh, yeah, cold sucks. Cold sucks, man. It's uh, not super fun. And cold and rainy is the worst. And uh, I just feel like the past couple days, it's just been nonstop, just rainy and cold. But it's spitting. It's not like it's pouring. Because if it's pouring, it's like, oh, this is at least like pretty and nice. No, it's like spitting all day. So it's just inconvenient enough that you feel like a dolt with your umbrella because you're like, it's barely raining. But then you don't have the umbrella and you're like, this sucks. I am chilled to the core. Which brings me right into the first thing I want to talk about, the onsen. So I had my first onsen experience two weeks ago. I'm still dying to go to one that's close to where I am. Um, but yeah, so it, it's essentially... It's, it's bathing. It, it's baths. So... Um, people liken them to, you know, the hot springs. They're, they're supposed to be hot springs, whether or not they're, they're actual hot springs or if they're manufactured and made hot springs. Um, it's, it's like a spa almost. In Japan, bathing is a big part of the culture here. You know, um, most, if not at all bathrooms are just these nice spaces where you're supposed to relax after a long day before you go to bed, before you rest. And group bathing is something that's popular. Now, let me preface. None of the unsens I've gone to have nude mixed bathing. So the one, but the one I'm planning on going to doesn't either. Anyways, um, 
that's always a thing that people talk about. They're like, whoa, do I have to be naked? Do I not? No. Like when Allie and I went, we both had our bathing suits and we were just sitting in these like hot, wonderful minerally waters and just relaxing and decompressing. It was really nice too, because at that time it was, it was, it was in the forties as well. And it was at night and it was a clear night. You know, there wasn't a cloud in the sky. You could see a couple stars. I'm in the city, so couldn't see that many. But it was just so nice to just, you felt all your, your, your muscles and your joints and everything just decompressing and really just, uh, they had the most tranquil music and everything too. It really was, it was like picturesque. It was fantastic. So play by play of the onsen. We get in, we take off our shoes, we put our shoes into a special locker. So we put those, because those are our outdoor shoes, and now we're going into an indoor space, and that's a very Eastern thing, where uh, specifically, I mean, especially in Japan, um, where if you your shoes are dirty, shoes are filthy, all the walking around we do in bathrooms and everything else, they're just covered with germs. So you leave your dirty outdoor shoes by the door, and then usually change into some other kind of house slipper or something. Um, and most uh, houses even have separated bathroom slippers compared to regular house slippers as well. Excuse me. So uh, we took off our shoes, put them in the special locker, got our key, went in, and we were given keys. Mine was blue, Allie's was red to distinguish the two sides generally. Uh, so some of you are going to be upset by this. Uh, blue side is boys and red side is, or pink side is girls. That's easy. It usually, it's usually red. It's, it's not usually pink. It's usually red. So red for women, blue for men. And that is pretty solid differentiation. It's pretty consistent um, with everything here, all kind of labeling. It just makes it easier to get around. So we had these keys and on the keys um, that we were given this time, so the last one are traditional. It's just like a little key with a little fob. Uh, whereas the keys we were given once we actually went to the counter, these ones had a barcode and they had the um, the tight coiled plastic kind of strapping. So like I had mine right on my right on my arm, and that had my my locker number, a barcode, and my key. And what was nice is I could actually go around and I could buy things by scanning my barcode. Kind of like a magic band. What? Shout out to my Disney people. Um, it was kind of like a magic band in that respect, but it was a barcode that just had, you know, an individual number, and then at the end we paid. So we go in, and the inside, once you get past that first counter where you get everything, it's like it, they're modeling a natural, like, hot spring town. So they had some like Japanese barbecue, they had ramen, uh, they had a specific uh, relaxation area, which was just a bunch of tables where you could just eat whatever food you had or just kind of chill. They had massage chairs in there. They had a masseuse in, in another room where you could get any kind of, there were multiple kinds of massages, like oil massages and rock massages and stuff. I, I didn't look too much into that because it was expensive, um, but it was two floors and this onsen is part of a hotel. I should also probably mention that that's kind of important. So they do have some rooms and some guests that are actually staying overnight. Um, and they're just enjoying the, the onsen amenities as part of, part of their hotel package. 
So we walked around there. We did like a little loop in there. There was the option for us to get spa clothes. So it's like loose pants and a loose shirt kind of in that gi kind of style where you have one side that you tie and then you cross over. So it's kind of like diagonal. G-A-I. Um, just look up that word on the internet and you'll see what I'm talking about. So, uh, once we got, we didn't, we didn't up to doing that. Cause we were like, we'll just wear our own clothes. <sighs> Excuse me. And we'll just wear our own clothes and we're just going and it'll be fine. And it was, it was totally fine. So I went into the male side, which was on the left. So I went to the boy side and you go in and there's, there's obvious, there's, there's plenty of walls and everything. So you don't see anybody. And everybody's just getting completely into the birthday suits all the way. Everybody from, you know, dads with their with their kids and older gentlemen who just got like they come to the onsen wearing their suit, their three piece expensive suit, and they just get naked and take a nice relaxing bath in the onsen, and then they go home. That's normal. That is that is a normal thing. So me being Westerner, I'm like, all right, well, you know, gotta gotta do gotta do the deed. So I go to my locker, I get changed, I put on my bathing suit. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I'll get to that, I guess. So I go into my bathing suit. Other people are wearing their bathing suits too, because people are, you know, they go there on dates. So the whole outdoor section is all mixed bathing with tons of different baths you can go into. And there's families there who are just enjoying a relaxing soak at the onsen. So tons of people were wearing bathing suits. I don't want you to think that everybody was just naked um, 100%. So once you leave the locker room area, there's a series of doors kind of separating each section. So it's usually two um, sliding glass doors. So you open one door, go into like a transitional space, close that first door, open the second one. It kind of helps with, the, you know, moisture and everything as well. So that way you're kind of separating out the areas that have all the water and have all the hot water from the areas that are supposed to be more conditioned. So walking in that first section past the lockers, and this is the men only nude bathing. So this is where they have tons of just, it's just a row of just seats um, where you can just wash yourself. You can just get clean. Uh, they have a vending machine with all kinds of soaps, conditioners, shampoos, if anything you want to get it. And then within this space, they do have some separate baths. They have some that are um, like specific minerals and kind of, I don't want to call it like salts, bath salts. But essentially they have different ones that are there for different reasons. So you're feeling you're having this kind of pain, then you would go into this kind of mineral bath. So those and those are smaller. Those, those aren't very big. And then they do have some quite large male-only baths that you can go into as well. Um, I bypassed that section. I just kind of like took a little look in and was like, okay, now I look like a weird because I just peeked in on all these people doing their business. Uh, but they, they also had a map that had the layout. So that's kind of how I understood more than just venturing through being a silly goose. Uh, so anyway, so bypass that, go into the second section and now I'm into the, the mixed bathing area. I still have a, a decent, I still have to walk like 30 seconds in just 
my swim trunks in 40 degree weather until I can get to the actual pool. So I was just going to scamper around. And then Allie and I met outside and they had the beautiful, this is, this was not a natural hot spring. This was manufactured. This was a man-made hot spring. And they just had the most beautiful ornate. They had like a, a fake cave you could go into that was just like a sauna. Um, but it was just so picturesque. It was just beautiful. They were playing such tranquil music and Allie and I jumped in and out of all the different, all the different, um, pools where they were there for about an hour and a half just soaking and relaxing which is really nice they have a restaurant outside so you go get something to drink get something to eat if you wanted we were there later on in the day so they were kind of you know closing within the next hour um by the time we left so when we got there they were closing in three hours um and it was really nice the the pools are different temperatures so if you want that really really hot soak and then you're gonna kind of like you know jump out like they're only in there for a couple minutes they jump out and go somewhere else you, you can't so it was really, really nice, and anybody who comes here, I definitely encourage it. Um, there's, shoot, Onsen, Sento. It is a Sento, okay. So in addition to the Onsen, and Onsen's like a hot spring, a Sento, a Sento is more like a bath house, whereas an Onsen is like a hot spring. So they kind of mimic each other. Well, they don't mimic each other at all. They're, they're separate things. The, the, the one is like a bathhouse. You go in there, it's more tile, more of that. It's a bathhouse, whereas the onsen is supposed to be more like a hot spring. All right, I just said that like 14 times, so <laughs> go Ben. Um, so we'll switch on through and get ourselves a little, a little boozy. Ben's Booze Blast. Pew, 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 pew. All right. Today, um, it's in the morning here, so I'm just going to talk about something I drank the other night. That was water. <laughs> uh, I had Japanese wine for the first time. It, it was not super expensive, um, but I decided, I was like, oh, I want to, you know, some Japanese wine. It was a, it was a white wine. It didn't have any classification. Um, so again, not very expensive. Um, and I mean, it was nice. It was, it was, it was, it was very mild. It was smooth. It wasn't oaky or anything. Um, but it was nice. It was my, it was nice. It was my first time having like Japanese wine. Actually, everything was made here in the nation of Japan. So that was kind of nice. That was nice. That was nice. And again, not super evolved. There wasn't a whole lot to it. There wasn't, it was, it was pretty much single toned. Um, if you don't know a lot about wine, um, they didn't have a lot of tannins. That's my buzzword that I'm throwing in here to make me sound smart. <laughs> but it, it was just, it was, it was a, it was a white wine and there wasn't anything particularly about this one that I had that made it too too unique if that makes sense it, it really wasn't anything to write home about and it's not a wine that you're supposed to it's it, it's it's a table wine generic table wine so there you go and this transitions us nicely into food so I had I had a I didn't have I really I have one question I have one question uh, Matt my friend from Australia uh, that wasn't an Australian accent. I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody from Australia. Oh, God. So, uh, I was asking, he was asking me about restaurant experiences. 
and I haven't had a lot. Um, I'm planning on it going into today. It, again, it, it's kind of hard um, with Allie's allergy uh, to shellfish and shrimp is so prevalent in so many things. So we have some difficulty. So usually it's easier if we make our own stuff. So that's why I talked about grocery store shopping um, before. Um, but the restaurants we have been to have been fantastic. Service is phenomenal. Something that is a little bit different here is even if you go to a place, you go to a restaurant and you wait to be seated, the expectation is still that you will flag down when you want service. They don't come to you. They don't go, hey, can I get you some more water? Hey, is there anything you need? No, 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 no. You let them know when you want something. Otherwise, they do not bother you. Plain and simple. And pretty much they're, they're all pay at the counter. So you get seated. You ask them whenever you want anything. You enjoy your meal without getting pestered. And then you just leave and pay. You don't set, you don't have to do anything with the table. You just leave everything out and you just go on your way. Excuse me. And honestly, that's refreshing. Um, I love all my bartenders, servers, everybody stateside. But there is something that's just nice about on both sides. There's something nice as the customer that whenever I want something, I just, you know, put my hand up and then you come over and I say, this is what I want. Thank you so much. I mean, still being polite. You're not, you shouldn't be rude about any of this stuff. They're still, yeah, you just don't be a jerk. Um, but so you just raise your hand, they come over, you order whatever you want, they go on their way. And it's nice from both sides because then at, from their perspective, they don't have to actively keep on engaging and worrying about, okay, is there a table I haven't been to yet? It's just, you raise your hand, I provide the service that you want. Ooh, ooh, I, 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 food-related service that you want. That still sounds bad. You raise your hand, I come over, and I be your server. Uh, so again, it's kind of nice. And then when you're done, you're done. You just peace out. That... That's one of the big things. Like there, there are a couple things that just are hard for me to get used to. Not sunglasses aren't popular here. People use umbrellas instead of sunglasses, so I stand out like a sore thumb whenever I wear my sunglasses. Um, not talking to on the phone on the train. In fact, like just being silent on the trains. Like I'm used to loud metros, you know, New York City, where the craziest stuff is going on. That's the kind of stuff that I'm used to. Here, like, trains are silent except for the messaging. Being like, you are at this station now. Be on your way. Very different. Just very, very different. And uh, actually, that brings me to my last thing, getting around. Um, I haven't tried any taxis or anything here. Allie was telling me that the taxi doors open and close by themselves. That's right. Most of the taxis here, they will open the door for you, and they press another button, and the door closes for you. It's not something you have to manually handle yourself. So nice. So nice. It's a robot car, and it's so nice to me, the guy who's going on the thing and going to the place. So, <laughs> I've only been using uh, the subway system. It's I've not had any issues besides when Allie and I were getting my bed from Ikea, 
Uh, we went to Ikea, which is here in Japan. Duh. <laughs> so we went to the Japanese Ikea, and it was about like a 30-minute train ride away. Not too far away, really. Three different connections. You had to transfer twice. So three separate train lines. And, oh, my gosh, we just – it was just the funniest thing. Here I have this mattress, and the mattress was coiled and because it, it was a foam – excuse me, foam slash spring. So it was cold real tap, wrapped in plastic. So it was probably four foot, four foot tall, excuse me, four foot tall and um, diameter, diameter, diameter. Um, uh, there's not really a good thing for me to kind of relate it to diameter. It, it, it was like a solid, like I could bear hug the mattress. So it wasn't very big. I could bear hug it and move it around. We had a cart for it and everything. But getting on these trains, we missed two trains on our first, and the the, the trains for the first line, the Mushido line, they come every 30 minutes. So we missed them because we could not fit on the train. And what we had to do is we just had to assert ourselves. We were the first ones in line for that train, and we just, we were those baka gaishin. We were those idiot foreigners. And we just had to get on the train. That's just the way we had. And people, we knew, uh, both of us speak very, very basic Japanese, but we could pick up on some things people were saying. <laughs> and they were essentially like, what are these stupid, what are these, what, what's going on? And I felt bad. I felt bad. I was like, oh, I feel like such a jerk. But Ali and I, we just had to laugh through it. We just had to be like, this is the funniest thing. This is hilarious that we're doing this that we're hauling you know three bags full of ikea stuff and we are also trying to carry this mattress to your tiny apartment <laughs> and it was just funny going up all the hills here in funabashi and trying to not lose control and get hit by a car it was just <laughs> that was an adventure so i'm at 21 minutes now so i went over that 20 minute mark uh but the, the, I'll pretty much end it. I'll pretty much end it here. Um, don't have any sponsors yet, so you don't have to worry about my little sponsorship intro thing. Um, again, I hope this i will be very interested to hear feedback in terms of enjoying maybe more podcasts that are shorter as opposed to a longer podcast. Again, I've heard requests for both, um, so maybe I can do like a midweek, 10-minute this is one of the cool thing I did. Thanks for listening. Bye. And then do a longer kind of weekend. This is multiple things that have happened. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but thank you all for listening. Again, don't forget to follow me on Instagram. Subscribe so you get um, notifications whenever my podcasts drop. And uh, thank you for being great. Thank you for being, uh, yeah, just being awesome people. So, Keep being amazing, um, even if you're having a bad time right now, which some of you seem to be from what you've been telling me. Um, come visit me in Japan. Have something to look forward to. So either, you know, come visit me in Japan, and I'll take you all over the place, and that's something you to look forward to, or look forward to me coming back home, which um, will be before you know it. So anyways, thanks for listening to my Bendy and podcast. You're all the best, and... Uh, Jamata. See you later.